as hell and I wanna get ill So I go to a place where my homeboys chill Fellas out there trying to make that dollar I pulled up in the 6-4 Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Bored as Hell podcast I'm Adam McDonald with Big Shiny Robot And I am Andy Wilson, also with Big Shiny Robot And we are joined by our good friend and frequent guest, Brooke Heim, hello Hello gentlemen, nice to join you Yay! Hi Brooke <laughs> Oh. So uh, we, we only have two movies for you this week, but I think uh, you, everyone's pretty happy with both the movies we got, uh, both Hail Caesar and Deadpool. Uh, we're going to say Deadpool for the end because uh, it's, well, let's just say it was an interesting movie. <laughs> uh, but uh, we both saw Hail Caesar, so Andy, talk to us about the Coen Brothers' latest exploits. Sure. Uh, Hail Caesar is a very simple story set against a gorgeous backdrop of 1950s golden age Hollywood about very deep issues. So on the very surface level, you've got uh, a kind of basic story, uh, a, a thriller noir that the Coen brothers like to throw together. Uh, George Clooney plays the top star at the fictional Capitol Studios and he is about to film the climax of their major prestige picture, Hail Caesar, A Story of the Christ. And we have a title. <laughs> <laughs> and he is kidnapped right before it. Uh, in comes Eddie Mannix, the head of production for the studio, who's basically the fixer for all of the problems that go on at Capitol Pictures. And he gets a ransom note. We've got your movie star. Get us $10,000 or you'll never see him again. Signed, The Future. <laughs> and so The Future is holding him ransom. And they have very specific reasons for doing so. I won't spoil what that is because that's a great theme that emerges. And how the Coens bring it out, I think, is really masterful. And just let it happen. So I don't want to talk about those things. Even though I'd love to talk about those issues, we won't get it. But uh, on top of all of this, Eddie Mannix, uh, Josh Brolin's character, has to deal with all of these other screwball issues going on at the at the picture or at the studios at the same time. He's got Scarlett Johansson, who's one of their other top stars, who is filming an aquatic uh, spectacle where she's dressed as a mermaid with synchronized swimmers and an orchestra uh, and she's pregnant and not married and they got to figure that out. And that's a no-no. <laughs> nope, that is a no-no still in 1950s Hollywood. Uh, they've, uh, he walks in on a soundstage where Channing Tatum and a group of other actors are doing a six-minute long song and dance number about going off on the Navy and how there's no dames out at sea. And it's the best thing you will ever see in the cinema this year. <laughs> it's great, but it is a, I mean, this is straight out of 1950s Hollywood. This is, oh, yeah. New York, you know, yeah, this is New York, New York. It's a wonderful town. It's uh, anchors away. It's all of those, all those things. Um, and, and so you have this story that unfolds uh, with all of these other storylines. Uh, it's, it's just a really fun movie. And on top of all of that, um, Eddie Mannix is trying to decide, should I quit this crazy business or 
should I go, should I stay with this because I love it? Or should I go and take an easier job at Lockheed and get paid much more money? And, and the easier job involves working with nuclear weapons. So you can have an idea of how crazy his job is at this movie studio. Exactly. So he's, uh, it, there, it's set almost like he's dealing with this crisis of faith. Um, the film almost begins and ends uh, with two bookends of, of him in a confession booth. And uh, that it's this great exploration of um, his desire to figure out the nature of man and the importance of work and the value of work and, 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 and dealing with faith, which is very weird. So going back to my original thing, this is a, a silly movie about very serious issues against this beautiful backdrop of 1950s Hollywood. That's really what this is to me, and I just absolutely loved it. it it's pure Cohen goodness. Yeah, it's, it's really good to see the Coens go back to the roots with, you know, not so much a screwball comedy, but a very a very multi-layered uh, and deep comedy that you can go watch and have a lot of fun with on the surface, and if you want to dive in and actually get into the philosophy and what's going on and what it's really all about. There's there are those layers as well. And Andy, you you've got to see it twice, so you you're one up on me. Um, I really want to see it again because I felt there's a lot I could, I could gather from the a second go around. Um, but what strikes me most about this is this is just another one of the Cohen's just huge love letters to cinema. I mean, this movie is about movie making, it's about the filmmaking process. Uh, it it shows you know all the things good and bad, and it's very obvious that they're. You know, not only masters of, but also students of film and how much they love this, what they do. Uh, but yeah, it, it's hilarious. It's, it's really well done. It's, again, Coen Brothers, so you know you've got, you've got a great script. Um, everyone's fantastic. You know, even even the little, little minor characters like Jonah Hill is in it for all of two seconds. Um, Frances McDormand's in it for literally one scene and has two lines. And she steals the scene. I mean, she's just fantastic in it. So it's... Uh, yeah, it's, it's so wonderful. It's so much fun. Uh, no matter what kind of movie you like, there's something in here you will enjoy. And, yeah, I, I don't want to say more because, yeah, there, there are some spoilers and we don't want to get into that. Uh, stay off of IMDb. Stay off of uh, Wikipedia because it'll give it away. But, uh, yeah, it's just a fun movie. And I think, we, you know, much like when we talk about Deadpool, <clears throat> sometimes you just need those movies that are just enjoyable and you can enjoy on any level you want um so you can, what's cool with this is that you can take it to the level of of an experience you want instead of having to well i have to look between the blinds for the subtext or i can only enjoy this as a popcorn movie it, it's kind of all in one so um yeah i loved it i'm uh, i'm i'm not a nine right now i mean it's you know it wasn't perfect it wasn't the cohen's best movie uh but it's definitely the one of the best of the year Absolutely, it's it's not their best, um, but yeah, this is this is my favorite movie of the year so far, and that's a reason I've gone back to see it twice, and why I want to go back and see it again. There's a lot in this film delving into the into the more philosophical pieces that I I just can't get enough of, and the more I talk about it with people who've seen it, uh, the more fun I have with it. So it's really great. Can't wait to see it again. I'm at a nine and a half out of 10. 
Um, so not perfect, but pretty, pretty darn close. Oh, and one thing I should say is, you know, as much as this film bills George Clooney as kind of the top of the cast, uh, he is in it quite a bit. And you get a lot of great Clooney bits, but he is not the main star. And so don't expect like, oh, well, I was expecting way more Clooney. You get a lot of Clooney and it's it's great. But and some of the best moments, too. He gets several of the best moments. Uh, my my favorite scene is him with the with the two finger sandwiches. I I loved that scene where he's. Uh, <laughs> yeah. see, uh, mine is is towards the end with him and Josh Brolin, and yep. we won't go to the, the conversation. But he's going off, going off, and Brolin just gets up and starts bitch slapping him. And then the next scene, he's at a confession. Forgive me, Father, for I've sinned. I've slapped a celebrity today. Yeah, it's, it's so great. And, you know, that scene is deep. And, and then what and what uh, Clooney goes out and does right after, he has to go film that climactic scene. And Josh Brolin, uh, I mean, he's it's like he's channeling the Larry Sanders show. And he's like, you go out there and be a star. <laughs> it's great. It's- In the the very end, the most climactic moment of that scene that Clooney's doing. He's like, and then, and then, line, line. <laughs> it's, 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 a, it's a great, great film. It's a lot of fun. Uh, no matter if you're, again, if you're a, a, you know, art house film snob or you're just someone who likes to go to the movies to have fun, this is a movie you'll enjoy. One, one more thing, and, and this is true also of Deadpool, Make sure you stay through the credits. There's yeah, a there's real- one little joke you gotta read at the end. Yeah, actually, in the credits you have to read, but it had uh, had us howling. So it, it's right in the same area where they're like, no animals were harmed in here. We didn't receive any money from the tobacco companies for uh, the use of tobacco in this movie. And then there's one final thing. It's a great joke, and it, it's wonderful. So it's yeah. So go see it. Go see the whole thing, and then go see it again. So, speaking of movies we want to see again, um, I think we're all, for the most part, kind of annoyed that we have to wait another week to go see Deadpool again. Right? Uh, <laughs> I really, I wanted to go again yesterday. I was like, ah. I, after we got done with it, after the screening, uh, I was telling everyone, if the, re- if the rep said, if you stay here, you can go watch it again, I would have sat there for two more hours. But, uh, Brooke, tell us about Deadpool. What's this crazy Merc with, Merc with a Mouth all about? Well, it's this beautifully, wonderful, well-written love story that everyone should go see Boy with their girlfriends girl. on Valentine's Boy Day. falls in love with a girl. Boy's face turns into hamburger. And then, you know, boy blows up the world. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Basically, the story of my life, right? <laughs> so, um, well, what are you saying? <laughs> it was a great film. Um, Deadpool is very traditionally irreverent about anything everything and everything <laughs> and he doesn't mind flipping off like the writer like the comic books itself nerd culture social culture like everything so i i'm trying to think of how to sum up this movie without giving away spoilers and i feel like from the moment that the movie starts showing in the opening credits, there are spoilers that we could give. So I'm going to not give specifics, but yeah. it is funny. It's true to the character of the comics. It, um, it is not 
intelligent humor. No. So when you go into the movie, don't expect the same type of humor that you would get like in Hail Caesar. <laughs> in Hail Caesar, or even in Zoolander, that's going to be coming up. I feel like the the level of humor like is going to be totally different, but just as funny. The movie made me laugh. I don't remember a raunchy, very disrespectful, irreverent movie that has made me laugh this hard in a long time. Because most, I think most humor nowadays is very tried and unoriginal and for like sitcoms and things of those mm-hmm. levels. Um, so I don't even watch them. I don't find them entertaining. But the way that they did this one, the no holds bar on any topic across the board... Extremely <laughs> like irreverent humor. Like, it was just funny, and you don't have to think about it. And you, it doesn't have to be intellectual, and it it's just entertaining. It is not for children. No, um, this movie is caters to the thirteen year old and all of us. However, no thirteen year old in the world should go see this movie. <laughs> I think that, like, if you're you're expecting an X Men movie. You will be disappointed. <laughs> well, it's only three. You like, it's couldn't not, they afford any more? <laughs> yeah, it's not your traditional X Men movie, but I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the hell out of it. I thought no. it, was, it ends on a good note. There are a lot of emotions and feelings, and it's mixed in with humor. Um, don't be expecting like a huge plot, but they do go into the backstory and like the origin story and things. Like, I I just feel like they did a really good job of keeping it light and funny. And um, for me, it was exactly what I needed. No, you said like, well, this there isn't very deep humor in there. I, I agree, but I disagree. For the most part, it's definitely very childish. But I think Deadpool, Deadpool like the movie, like the comics themselves, works best when it is very bitingly satirical. And that was the original point of Deadpool was to make fun of. Deathstroke in DC and Slade Wilson, hence Wade Wilson, and uh, and and really send those up. That's why it's hilarious that. Dead- Sorry, Dead- go ahead. Yeah, Deadpool understands he's in a comic. He understands he's in a movie, and so when when he makes a joke about like the budget of the movie or about which college are you taking me to? Yeah. <laughs> Which, yeah, which actor has played which part? And multiple references to Hugh Jackman. Uh, it's, it's hilarious when they do that. And it's, it's funny when he makes fun of uh, the, the bad Deadpool appearance in X-Men Origins Wolverine. <laughs> and he makes fun of Green Lantern. He makes fun of Ryan Reynolds. He makes fun of Rob Liefeld. They... Like, there's no hold barred in this making fun of everyone. And that's where I think that this movie is at its absolute best. And for my taste, there wasn't enough of that. That's what I... I wanted to see, like, a full-blown satire of the entire genre. And I feel like we got that about half and half. And then the other half of the time, it, it decided to completely cross that line between satire and glorification and it went and like built a summer home over in glorification and just <laughs> ball over there so you know that, it up. Fine, which is fine so i think that that is something about this movie that i really enjoyed is that the, the humor is very on the level unless you're smart enough to get that it's actually doing more than that and so 
I think that there are going to be a lot of people who go into this and see the humor one way, and then a lot of other people who are going to be able to see it as multidimensional. Like, yeah. it's not just funny sex jokes and, and masturbation and blowing things up and it's a lot of and that. talking <laughs> to the camera and like giving a big f you to the world, but in doing so, they are actually making fun of the people who are only going to get that level of humor and I find that very entertaining (laughs) (laughs) that's very subversive in and of itself it's great I I just love that yes it's it's very juvenile very crass very raunchy Uh, this is about as close to an NC-17 movie as I've seen since for a while yeah for like like a John Waters movie Uh, that being said though it's it's all purposely over the top. I mean, the, the violence is cartoonish in the way that Mortal Kombat is... I mean, I think the newest Mortal Kombat is actually a bit more graphic than this movie was. But what's great about the humor is, is as naughty as it is, it's never mean. They're not out there purposely trying to make someone feel bad because of this or that or whatever else. I mean, the characters, you know, they can they can go out and be sluts and have fun being sluts and not care about it. They can go out and... and blow someone's head off <laughs> and make Colossus puke and not feel bad about it. Uh, there's just so much that works and it's, it's so great to finally get a, a, a good Deadpool movie that, you know, we, uh, a portrayal that we never got, you know, uh, X-Men Origins, Wolverine. The, the two seconds he's in it, he's, it's horrible. Um, and Nolan North actually was the voice actor for the Deadpool game um, and also like Deadpool in Marvel vs. Capcom and all the other video games he's been in. And he got the character perfectly too. And I always kind of thought that would be as far as we would get because I never thought Marvel would let anyone do a movie like this as, as hard R and as crazy as it is because obviously, you know, Punisher didn't work out too well and Marvel doesn't want to really sully their name. Uh, but yeah, this just, it fires on all cylinders. Ryan Reynolds, I, I can't even imagine a better actor for this role. I mean, I actually went out and bought some more Deadpool comics and when I'm reading them, I'm hearing Ryan Reynolds and my voice saying the lines. I mean, he's just spot on perfect. And he's even said that he he will do this this role until he dies. He never wants to do any other superhero ever again. He will be Deadpool until the day they put him in the grave. So I'm for that. I'm for 20 more Deadpool movies. This was fantastic. I will say that I traditionally, and you guys know this about me, I have a really hard time with violence in movies. Um, I can't watch it. It makes me uncomfortable. My dreams are way worse than anything I'll see on screen, so I don't like to add to that problem. Um... And it didn't bother me in this movie. Like, some of it, I watched with my eyes wide open, like, looking straight at the screen. <laughs> I didn't even, like, look away. I was feeling pretty proud of myself. And then there are other moments, like, when he's doing the... And I was just like, okay, I, I can see that that is going to come because they broke it. So thank you for freezing that. And I can now watch the next 20 minutes of this film like this. And just checking with my hands over my eyes. But it, it wasn't... It wasn't violent. It wasn't angry. Like, I don't know. The last little while I've been surrounded by a lot of... It was joyful, Gore. ...angst and <laughs> anger. And I think that you can say F you to someone and be all angry and be like, yeah, F you. Like, there are different ways to do things. And while it was angry, it was jovial. <laughs> I enjoyed the hell out of that. Yeah. So, I, I mean, and that's the that's the whole thing of, like, why this may not be appropriate for, like a 13 year old while that speaks to like our inner sociopath that we will be like crazy violent and have fun and gleeful while doing it. Um, 
that's a bad thing, but what are you talking about? But but we can but we can laugh at that and understand that that that's the great thing about Deadpool is he's never malicious, and even though he's irreverent, even though he's violent, uh, he's never like actually trying to hurt people. He's he's just being crazy, and he's either trying to get money or get revenge or just just being crazy for crazy's sake. And and so I think that is a kind of saving grace. But your normal 13-year-old probably doesn't see the demarcation between those things and probably just thinks, oh, it's hilarious that he did X, Y, and Z, so I'm going to go out and try and emulate that. Well, and I don't necessarily think that a child should be able to tell the difference in that yet. Yeah. I think those... But... Everyone is at their own different place. I, it's just, yep. yep, yep. Yeah, I mean, and, and again, I don't have kids. I will most likely never have kids, so I really can't weigh in on the conversation too much. But I would say that if I was a parent, you know, I would maybe if my kids were fifteen, sixteen, I'd take them to see it. But you know, this is this is about as hard R as it gets. Uh, it has no problem wearing that on its sleeve and very proudly saying that it's. This is this is the movie that all the kids are gonna want to sneak into, um, so yeah. If, if if you have kids, and you're listening. I, get a sitter. I mean, don't don't take them. Uh, if you if you know your kids really really well and you know they're they're underage, possibly take them. But just so you know, this has got full frontal of both sexes. Uh, it's got obviously tons of <laughs> tons of blood and gore. Uh, I, I didn't notice. I didn't notice the Ryan Reynolds full frontal scene, but apparently when he's burning alive, he's very well endowed. <laughs> uh, Can I just say that that is something that I really did like about this movie from a feminist point. It was so equally balanced. The women were just as big of badasses. She, like, his girlfriend Vanessa <laughs> was just as sexy as he was. They were both just delicious. And they had... Besides the fact that he's the main character, like in their scenes together, they had equal screen time and equal, like. And the only person who could put Deadpool in his place was his girlfriend and Negasonic Teenage Warhead. Yeah, like. And she's a moody teenager. She's a moody teenager. <laughs> like the women were written so well, and there was full frontal of both, and like you got to see both their asses, and like it was just like it was so balanced in its complete irreverence for everyone. Like you don't walk out of it being like. Oh my god, it's an did equal... you see that scene with all the boobs? That's so unfair. Because, actually, you know, Ryan Reynolds, like, let's go get Yeah, walk around with a shirt off half the movie. So, um, so yeah, so it's, it's, it's incredibly naughty. It's juvenile, it's crass, like I said before, but I absolutely loved it. Please don't take your kids. Uh, but go see this movie as much as possible. I mean, it's tracking to do, I think, $55 million just on pre-sales. Uh, and I just found out from Eddie that we need to go see it again because they are now filming a second after credit scene that wasn't in the uh, press screen. So, so I already, I'm already going to go see it again, but now there's more reason to go see it. Um, this is legitimately my Valentine's Day plan. Yes. This, this movie needs to do well for the simple fact that we need to show Marvel and DC and pretty much the, the whole comics universe that an R-rated comics movie can both be good and well-received. Uh, and... Yeah, I mean, we, we got Kingsman last year, which Kingsman kind of surprised all of us. For me, I this is almost 
Oh, sh shame. Shame. I was afraid of the violence. Yeah, it's, it's worse. It's, it's worse than Deadpool. Uh, but, yeah, it's, it, it can't, this, this movie came out of nowhere and really surprised me. I was excited for it. I've been a fan of the character. Um, you know, Big Shiny Robot, we actually were one of the first to actually put the, the, the leaked footage online when it first came out. And we got a cease and desist. Thanks, Fox. Um, but, yeah, this, I, I went in a little worried. I mean, the marketing was great. I didn't know what to Our expect. marketing is brilliant. Yeah, marketing is brilliant. But this delivers in all cylinders. Um, I, I did lie in my Big Shiny Robot review. I, I, I am going to go with a 10 on this because I absolutely love it. Wow. I'm, I'm not quite there. I really liked it. Uh, I'm at a seven and a half out of ten. Definitely go see this movie. It's well worth your time, and and for the same reason, to to show that we can have good adult things, and that's okay, and it doesn't have to be for everyone. Um, I would have liked to have seen more satire. I would have, I, uh, I would have liked to have seen more colossus and seeing him developed a bit more as a character oh he was but, he was we finally got colossus more than two minutes and more than just you know his being a guy with his shirt off it, he actually was played a big part and was every time he was on screen he stole the scene he's he's one of my favorites though from from way back when so um like my x-men was my original comic book and and Colossus, Wolverine, and Nightcrawler were my three favorite characters. So um, I have a real soft spot for him. I, he he kind of was like a stick in the mud in this, and he needed to be, and I get that. I would have liked to have seen a little bit more uh, of a few more layers of him besides like him just chiding Deadpool and like trying to be the moral center and like teaching Deadpool, like, here's how you be a superhero. But... It, it was overall pretty good. I just would have liked a little bit more. So th I, that's really where I'm at overall with this is I'm very happy with it. Uh, I think it's great. I just would have liked a little bit more, more satire, more development of a few characters. But if you go in and just have fun with it, you're going to have a great time. Seven and a half. Uh, Brooke, where are you at? Yeah, I'm going to give it a nine out of ten. Like, I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was amazing. Um, the only comics that I really had exposure to growing up were the ones that my brother read. Just where I got my exposure, and he, like, if I had a son, I would probably name him Logan, just because, <laughs> like, yeah. And um, I really enjoyed the movie. I, I think that it took a spin on it. It it has a hero who isn't asking to be a hero, but is still very motivated for his reasons to do things that matter and I just I, I enjoyed it from the feminist point like well done thank you again what an awesome effing year we're having <laughs> for feminists like just everything just thank you and I yeah I give a 9 out of 10 solid yeah and, and as I said if this is the worst comic book superhero movie that we have this year we're gonna have an amazing year so, I mean, this is, and it's probably not going to be the worst. It's probably, oh. it, it's, it's great. We're going to be, we're in for a lot of goodness and, and Deadpool kind of sets a, a good bar to judge the other movies by. And I would just like to say that, um, I was reading some people talking about this movie online this morning and, 
uh, I would see this movie over Star Wars, depending on what mood I was in. Oh. I really enjoyed it. I think depending on where you're at and what's going on, like definitely Star Wars is a better film for a lot of reasons. But for the last two weeks that I've had, I don't want Star Wars. I want to go see guys blowing shit up and being <laughs> funny and calling people out on their bullshit because they need to be called out on their bullshit and doing it in a way that isn't, like, it's just funny. God, it just gives you an outlet. Like, and sometimes you just need that outlet. And well done. Thank you for that. Yeah, not, not every movie needs to be Citizen Kane. And uh, I would just say that there are films that exist just to be fun and have be funny. I mean, is this, is this a perfect movie? No, no. There, there are problems with it. However, I stand by my ten review, saying it's a perfect ten because I got out of it everything I would have wanted. And well, maybe some filmmaking aspects of it could have been done better. I, I had the time of my life. I have not had this much fun in a movie since probably Guardians of the Galaxy. That was yeah. the last movie I, I went and saw that I walked out with like this. this big smile on my face and just had so much fun and, and yeah Star Wars I had a great time with I felt like a kid again but for just the sheer amount of joy that the movie could bring to you as dirty as this movie is and as much as we're probably all going to hell for liking it uh, it, it just delivered in spades I mean from the opening credit scene where it's, it's playing Angel in the, Mo- or Angel in the Morning <laughs> and then the credits say directed by some douchebag brought to you by the asshats Starring a moody teenager, <laughs> it's it nails the character perfectly, and it just delivers just pure unadulterated fun. I mean, yeah, it's just oh, I I know it's not like I'm gushing, but I it's it was just so much fun. It's so amazing. I can't wait to go see it again, especially to see the after credit scene, the new one. Uh, rush out, see it right now. Leave the kids at home. Please continue to gush. I I think people should gush about this movie where if they really like it. Um, uh, confession, I was one of those people talking about whether I'd rather go see. Oh, you were? Uh, that was, I, was part of the, I was part of one of those conversations. And But I will admit, I mean, that's my new standard. Would I rather have seen this movie or gone to see Star Wars again? The Revenant, I'd rather have seen Star Wars again. Anna Melissa, much oh. would have rather seen Star Wars again. I would um, love to America World Police again. <laughs> uh, Deadpool, um, I would I would rather go see Star Wars again, but not by a whole lot. I would rather go see Hail Caesar over both of them, though, uh, just because I love that one just just that much more. So that's that's my pick for the week and. I guess that I'm I'm just a hoity-toity, artsy-fartsy Coen Brothers guy. Rather, I'm gonna I'm gonna lose some geek cred for for not um, standing up to the Deadpool. Here's the good news: because they lifted the Deadpool embargo so early, you know, thank you very much, Fox. Uh, yeah. This is gonna air in time for everyone to go see Hail Caesar, and then later in the week go see Deadpool, so you can have your cake and eat it too. That's oh, right. And you can still see Star Wars. Exactly. <laughs> and go see Star Wars. <laughs> so, anyways, uh, great movies this week and next week is our preview for Deadpool. Uh, whichever one you pick, you're gonna have fun. Uh, one you can actually spend more time diving into and using over the philosophy and what the movie's actually about. And the other one, you can just go watch people get stabbed in the head. So, 
So that'll take us through this week. Uh, next week, we've got a couple movies coming up. How to Be Single, uh, which is the rom-com Valentine's Day movie weird thing. I don't know. We'll, we'll see how that goes. Uh, Zoolander 2, which should be kind of fun because I was a huge fan of the original. And Andy got to see Michael Moore's new documentary, Where to Invade Next. So of the three of those, I'll let you guess which one is the more serious one. Uh, hey, Where to Invade Next is pretty funny. I don't know if it, it'll beat Zoolander, but there's some there's some laughs there. We'll, we'll talk about it next week. Well, if it's done right, hopefully it won't beat Zoolander because Zoolander should be pretty funny. So that'll take us to the, the end of this episode. Uh, again, Brooke, thank you so much for showing up. and Thank you guys again. It's been a pleasure as always. And apparently making your Denver Broncos thingy. Hey, I get my tutu on for my crew crew. Hi, <laughs> so. uh, everyone. Hail Satan and have a lovely afternoon. Punk ass tripping, but it's alright. Homie scored a key, he's gonna fly. Punk ass